Merry Christmas, America. This is your Leo Nation. I am the Chief Mark Garrett. And happy December 25th for those of you watching today, right now, in a timely manner. Or if you're watching a day or two or a week later, still Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. It is the season. And boy, there's a lot of Christmas presents flying around recently. But first of all, I want to give a shout out to the LAG BAG community, also known as LAG BAG. That stands for Ladies and Gentlemen, Boys and Girls. It is a community I feel that has been oppressed and subjugated and made fun of. And I want to speak up for the LAG BAG community. I'm a part of that. And matter of fact, everybody listening is a uh, part of LAG BAG, whether you know it or like it or not. So Anyway, a little tongue-in-cheek, a little tongue-in-cheek. Took that from Disneyland. They got rid of ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Pissed me off, so I figured, why not? Anyway, speaking of Christmas presents, like I said, a lot of people have asked me to do this subject, to this topic, and for a while. And certainly, I'm terribly interested in it. And, but... I just figured, well, I'll get to it when I get to it. There's plenty in the news, plenty going around, plenty of people talking about it. But just a couple of weeks ago, we know that uh, Hunter Biden was indicted on multiple charges related to taxes. And going back before that, going back to June of this year, we know he had an early Christmas present with that total scam indictment, a couple of low-level violations, one of which was the gun charge. Remember that? Where he had sworn on a firearms form that he wasn't a drug addict or an alcoholic, things like this, wasn't involved in substance abuse. And of course, he lied on that. Took years even to get to that point where he was charged with that. And we all know it was a scam indictment. People are talking about, oh, no, it's just heavy-handed and it's harsh and he's being treated like everybody else and BS. We know what the reality was. That indictment, of course, thank God, because of one judge who's looking at this saying, you got to be kidding me. That indictment was thrown out for a number of that indictment, that plea deal. I'm sorry, it was an indictment, but a plea deal. The plea deal allowed those charges the gun charge specifically, to go away after some amount of time. And again, I'm not getting into detail about the original indictment because, number one, it was a total scam. And because it was a scam, we had one judge who stood up, God bless her, and prevented basically Hunter Biden ever being charged again with anything related to any of this that was part of the plea deal that if he kept his nose clean yes pun intended but if he kept his nose clean that all these charges would go away and he wouldn't be charged he could not be charged with anything related to the original investigation anytime in the future it's absolutely unbelievable so that was one original gift it went away thank goodness and then we move forward to just december 7th and he gets indicted again. Now people think, oh, finally, now we're gonna some serious charges. I think it was, I think it was nine, nine counts related to not paying his taxes, being three were felonies. 
and included falsifying a document or fraudulently completing a, a tax document, not filing his taxes at all, evading his taxes. So three felonies, look, it's not that it's a small deal. It's a big deal. I'm glad that he was indicted. But again, I still think it's an early Christmas present. He may not think so, but I think so. And his lawyers, of course, as scummy as they are, doing their job, you know, like any good defense lawyer, they're trying to minimize this and talk about how this is completely unfair, it's so unusual, and blah, 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 so forth and so on. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. There's only one reason that he was ever charged at all. Again, this is after years and years of investigation. There's only one reason. That was because of the mounting political pressure. And I'm not even here to talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a completely separate number of volumes of encyclopedias as far as corruption, as far as I'm concerned. But I'm not here to talk about him specifically. I'm here to talk about Hunter Biden and more specifically, what else? The rule of law. The objective enforcement of the law. So people talk about tax evasion and so forth and so on. This investigation that Hunter Biden's been going on for years and years. And of course, most of the alleged most serious crimes, those were allowed to expire under statute. In other words, the statute of limitations. Those can't even be charged anymore. Most of the most serious violations that are alleged are gone. They are evaporated. He can't be touched. So that's gift number one. Gift number two was a scam indictment in June. Gift number three in my opinion, is this latest indictment here in December of 2023. And let me tell you why. They're saying he could go to prison for 17 years and so forth. Yeah, all technically is not going to happen. He's not going to go to prison for 17 years based on these charges. And probably nobody would go to prison for 17 years based on these charges, especially depending on what plea deals there are and things like that. But there's something missing. There's certainly something missing from the original indictment that was total trash. And there's something still missing from this indictment, even though there are nine felonies involved, total of nine, or three felonies, nine charges total, so forth and so on. There's something missing. And there's a reason it's missing. And again, I said, I'm not here to talk about Joe Biden specifically, but yes, Hunter Biden's ties to his father or why there are char charges missing from this indictment. What's missing? It's FARA. F-A-R-A. FARA or FARA, however you pronounce it. So what is FARA? So let me read something to you here. I got a stack of goodies here, and I'm going to try to keep this as succinct as possible, ladies and gentlemen. But for those of you who believe in the rule of law, who believe in the fair enforcement of law, otherwise it wouldn't be the rule. A rule is consistent. That's exactly what it is. You can't have one rule for the Dallas Cowboys, another set of rules for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a Cowboys fan. The rules are the rules. 
They have to apply to everybody consistently and without favor. So what is FARA? So Hunter Biden, this is from December 8th, 2023. This is Yahoo News. Actually, USA Today is where it was published. And this is by Bart Jansen. That's actually, that's why I printed it. It's October 16th of this year. So this is before the indictment. That's why I printed it out. Although I got my dates mixed up. It was actually uh, October 16th. Hunter Biden as a foreign agent, a quote, question mark, inquiry comes as DOJ ramps up previously rare enforcement. Now, that's important. It says inquiry comes as DOJ ramps up previously rare, and that's in quotes in this headline, enforcement. Going to skip down here a little bit. The inquiry comes as the Justice Department recalibrates its enforcement of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA, for people to report their work for foreign governments trying to influence U.S. policy. As Inspector General's report in 2016 found prosecutions and other enforcement actions are, again, quote, rare and consisted mostly of civil requests to register retroactively. I read that a couple of times. And by the way, uh, Anthony, I want you to link this one, uh, Hunter Biden as a foreign agent, uh, USA Today. Link this so people can read the entire article. I won't read the entire thing to you, but I want you to read for yourself. And while you're reading this stuff, I want you to ask yourself, is this consistent, what's going on right now? Is it consistent? And you will have reason to ask yourself that as we move forward. Moving forward in the article, again, I'm skipping some stuff, save you some time. So what is the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA? Congress adopted the Foreign Agents Registration Act in 1938 and updated it many times to reduce the influence of foreign propaganda. Foreign agents, quote-unquote, who are defined as operating under the direction or control of a foreign government that seeks to influence U.S. policy must register with the Department of Justice to disclose their efforts. A related statute prohibits acting as a foreign agent. You must register if you are working foreign governments to influence the government of the United States. What did Hunter Biden do for Ukrainian and Chinese businesses? You've heard some of this. I want you to hear it again and listen carefully. What Hunter Biden served on the board of Burisma Holding Limited, an oil and gas company in Ukraine from May 2014 and left in April 2019. From the time his father served as vice president until he began running for president. The arrangement raised concerns about potential conflicts because the Obama administration was trying to influence Ukraine's policies. Congressional Republicans have also alleged Hunter Biden and his associates received millions of dollars from Chinese entities such as State Energy, HK Limited, and CEFEFC, Chinese Energy Company Limited. GOP lawmakers called CEFC an extension of the Chinese government. First of all, says congressional Republicans also alleged, they have alleged, ladies and gentlemen, it's one thing when 
an elected official, a prosecutor, law enforcement agency allege certain behavior, criminal activity. It's another thing when you have multiple entities in the form of financial institutions, banks, and other financial institutions that are by law sharing financial information, financial transaction information about Hunter Biden and his shell companies to the federal government. By Again, by law, they're called SARS, Suspicious Activities Reports, SAR. These financial institutions, ladies and gentlemen, they're required by law to audit and flag suspicious financial transactions. And what constitutes suspicious or suspicion is very specifically laid out by law that these banks and financial institutions have to abide by. In other words, when they see XYZ amount of money going from this type of entity to that type of entity, timeframes, amounts of money in a given day, whether it's foreign or domestic, they're all types of parameters, but they're very clear. Banks must, by law, report these activities to the federal government, believes to the Treasury. Now, the, the majority of SARS turn out to be either nothing, very minor violations, or sometimes they do violate the law, but they're clearly not intentional. There's all types of stuff. Here's what's so damning about Hunter Biden and SARS activity is that there were multiple institutions, financial institutions, multiple. So these are competitors of each other sending information to the federal government, SARS reports, that in their mind indicated suspicious activity regarding Hunter Biden and his shell companies. That's not normal. That's not normal. Where there's this much smoke, there's fire. So yes, Congress, congressional Republicans allege violations, but those violations, so allegations are based on these financial institutions doing their job and providing information that doesn't look good about Hunter Biden. A document filed with Hunter Biden's rejected plea agreement said in 2017, he earned just under $1 million from a company he formed with Chinese CEO, $664,000 from a Chinese infrastructure company, and $500,000 in director's fees from Burisma. I know it's been asked before, but I can't help but ask again and over and over and over, what in the hell, what in the hell was the Ukrainian government Burisma the Chinese government, all these companies, by the way, the Chinese government runs all of the companies in China. They have their hands in everything. It's a communist country. What were these governments, what were these companies, corporations paying Hunter Biden for? In other words, what was his expertise? What set of skills, what type of background, knowledge, abilities did he possess to be making this kind of money from foreign 
governments, at least one of whom, certainly Chinese government, is not friendly to the United States. I'm just asking the question, ladies and gentlemen. You should be asking the question, too. What were they paying him for? By the way, all these companies, and I won't get into detail, but again, do your own research. You look at the number of corporations, LLCs, that Hunter Biden and his affiliates had set up. And ask yourself, what did any of them do? There is no balance sheet to show, yeah, we produced 500,000 widgets and we made an 18% profit on each widget. And here's our bottom line. We provided these services to these companies and these entities and blah, 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 blah. And we got paid per hour to provide these services, to provide advice and consulting. What did the, any of these LLCs do? Nothing. They were just entities on paper. There was nothing else. They were simply there to move money from one spot to another in order to put up a wall, or I should, I think more accurately, a filter between the originator, the Chinese government, the Ukrainian government, Burisma, other companies, and Hunter Biden's pockets, and Joe Biden's pockets, and Joe Biden's brother's pockets, and Joe Biden's family's pockets, and grandkids' pockets. It was a filter. That's all these different companies were. They were going from one LLC to another LLC, and then eventually to checks to the Bidens. They've been presented. The checks were actually on paper. Checks are on paper. That makes sense. The checks are actually images you can see online. I think it's more clear. Moving on. Prosecutors under FARA. Prosecutions under FARA were rare historically. Again, rare in quotes. The Inspector General. The Department's Justice Manual, which offers written guidance about how to pursue cases directs inquiries about the act to the registration unit. In past decades, if authorities notice a potential violation, the department traditionally sent a letter asking the person to register retroactively according to congressional testimony and legal ex experts. Now, you might be saying, well, Mark, what is your point? You keep saying that these prosecutions are rare. So why would Hunter Biden be any different? They didn't prosecute, they rarely prosecute people for fear of violations. How come you're saying they should be prosecuting Hunter Biden? It's a great question. Michael Horowitz, the Justice Department's Inspector General, reported in 2016, September 2016, that prosecutions and other enforcement under the act were rare. He put this in quotes. The article puts it in quotes. From 1966, here's where it gets juicy, folks. From 1966 to 2015, the department prosecuted seven FARA cases that resulted in five convictions, but only three on FARA charges. In other words, people pled out or copped out to lesser charges than the original charges. So between 66 and 2015, is that 34, 49 years, something like that? Is that right? Only five convictions for FARA. Horowitz found FBI agents expressed frustration with a perceived reluctance to pursue, although the National Security Division uh, denied the criticism. So you see how rare they had been up until recently.
This is a topic here in this article. The Justice Department treats everyone alike regardless of party. This is from this is from the worst attorney general, I think, maybe in the history of the United States, Merrick Garland. Regardless of ethnicity, regardless of wealth, Merrick Garland told the House Judiciary Committee on September 20th, I understand that people may not understand why particular investigations are conducted in particular ways until all the facts come out. That's what we have a court for. So, quote unquote, the Justice Department treats everyone alike, regardless of party, regardless of ethnicity, uh, uh, regardless of wealth, says Merrick Garland. And you do see how historically rare that these prosecutions affair have been. So stand by. And why does this relate to, to uh, Hunter Biden? I'll tell you right now. And forgive me if I get a pronunciation wrong because I just don't know how to read too well. So this is from www.fara.us. www.fara.us. This was from September 25th, 2019. Former Michael Flynn associate convicted under FARA. And this is by uh, Matthew Sanderson, uh, July 25th, 2019, and FARA.USA. Former Michael Flynn associate convicted of FARA. Under the Farrah Act. Now, Michael Flynn, for you who don't know or forgotten, though, he was the direct director of defense intelligence under Obama for two years, the Obama administration. I think he was lieutenant general before he retired, if I remember correctly. And then he was national security advisor under Trump for 22 days. Now, this is a whole different road to go down with Michael Flynn and why he was just there under Trump for 22 days. So the short story is, I'm telling you right now, they went after Michael Flynn as soon as Donald Trump won the election in 2016, Michael Flynn became a target. The reason is Michael Flynn had a wealth of information about the Russian dossier, crossfire hurricane, all the stuff that went on under the Obama administration, he knew what had happened, and they wanted him out of there before he could pass this on to the next administration, namely the Trump administration. Again, that's a whole different story, ladies and gentlemen, but it ties in to why people were going, why the federal government was now going after people around Michael Flynn for Farah. United States versus Bajan, I believe it's, Rafaikian, forgive me if I get the pronunciation wrong. Listen carefully. On July 23rd, 2019, a federal jury convicted Bajan. I'll just say Bajan. He goes, he said, known as Bajan Kian. So we'll, we will shorten it. Bajan Kian, a former business partner for Michael Flynn, of conspiring to file a materially false statement under FARA and, a viola uh, and a violating a statute that is similar to FARA at 18 USC, United States Code 951, the conviction represents a key victory for the Department of Justice as it seeks to more aggressively enforce FARA. Do you understand why I kept harping on the rare claim 
By the way, it wasn't a claim. It was true how rare Farah was enforced, how few people were convicted under Farah until very recently, namely until about 2017 and forward. And why this applies to Hunter Biden and why we are not living under a consistent rule of law right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is important. Assistant Attorney Assistant as Assistant Attorney General John Deemer stated following the verdict, through misrepresentation in its fair filing, Mr. Keon attempted to deceive the public and influence key leaders on behalf of Turkey. The Department of Justice treats these crimes with the gravity that they deserve. Really? Do they really? Do they really do it objectively, like Mayor Garland said? Beyond ran a, a consulting firm, firm, Flynn Intel Group, going back to Michael Flynn, with Michael Flynn, President Trump's former national security advisor, which was hired in 2016 to advocate for the extradition of Turkish dissident cleric Fatula Gulen. Prosecutors ac accused Beyond, I keep shortening his name for sake of pronunciation, who was also part of President Trump's transition team of concealing Turkish government officials' involvement in the lobbying campaign on behalf of Turkish President Erdogan to expel Gulen from the United States, so forth and so on. Prosecutors originally planned to have Michael Flynn testify, but cited against it after Flynn refused to admit he lied about the Turkish project and claimed he had not read fair filings he submitted to DOJ. Flynn and Beyond's firm received $530,000 for his work on the effort. It remains to be seen whether the verdict will stand. U.S. District Court Judge Anthony Tranga, who described the evidence against Beyond as speculative and circumstantial, has set a hearing on September 5th. Now, again, this is going back a few years on his attorney's motions to throw out the jury's verdict. If the verdict stands, he faces 15 years in prison. I'm speeding through this because I want to get to this. Remember, rare, and it was rare. And then the wrong type of people come along. I say wrong, the wrong side of the aisle politically. And then Ferris starts to be enforced magically. Check this out. I'm trying to get his name. Let's call him B. John's his first name. This is from The Hill, September 11th, 2023. A couple of months ago, folks. The Hill, DOJ no longer pursuing case against Michael Flynn, business partner. The Justice Department is dropping its criminal case against B. John Rafikian a former business partner to Michael Flynn, who was accused of illegally lobbying in the U.S. on behalf of the Turkish government. Rafikian was convicted in July 2019 of conspiring to act as an agent of a foreign government and other serious charges, but months later, a federal judge overturned that conviction and ordered a new trial. That decision led to more years of litigation, including in the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, where a recent decision called the approval of a new trial in the case an abuse of discretion. After carefully, this is quotes, after carefully considering the Fourth Circuit's uh, recent decision in this case and the principles of federal prosecution, the United States believes it is not in the public interest to pursue the case against defendant Bajan Rafiki and further. Justice Department prosecutors wrote 
and a money in a in a Monday, so forth and so on. I could read more. They dropped the charges. They decided not to go out after his conviction was thrown out. Why? Why? Why now? Why now? This was just a couple of months ago. Because I'm telling you right now, Merritt Garland, who is an absolute fraud, the Attorney General, and his ilk in the federal government and the DOJ, know they're between a rock and a hard place politically with Hunter Biden. This crappy deal was exposed and thrown out in uh, July, in June, pardon me, in June. And they knew something else was coming. They wanted to ramp this up. I'm going to talk about this U.S. attorney, by the way. This guy, uh, David Weiss. But they knew something else was coming. So they decided not to pursue these other Farrah charges, other high-profile ones. There are not many at all. Because they couldn't pursue something so nebulous against this poor guy who hadn't done anything wrong, apparently misfiled. He filed didn't fill the paperwork out correctly and then overlook Hunter Biden, which by all accounts has committed numerous FARA violations. Moving forward, moving forward, moving backwards, but <laughs> in time, this is also from FARA.us, www.FARA.us. This is also by Matthew Sanderson. This is November 4th of 2022. A federal jury on November 4th found investor and former Trump associate Thomas Barrick not guilty of criminal charges that included violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARA, by acting of a foreign agent of the United Arab Emirates. Doc, the founder of Colonial Capital, was an advisor to former President Donald Trump and chair of his inaugural committee. In July 2021, the Department of Justice unsealed an indictment alleging, I'll say Barrick, acted and conspired to act as an agent of the UAE between 2016 and 2018. He also faced several other counts, including obstruction of justice relating to lying to the FBI during an interview about its involvement with the UAE. Oh, God, the FBI and lying to the FBI. You say, I can't remember. They consider that lying. I, it's just, it's travesty. At trial, prosecutors argued that Barrick acted at the direction of top UAE officials, among other things, yeah, among two, among other things, insert pro-UAE language into a Trump stump speech and influence Trump's position on the 2017 blockade of Qatar by the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and Egypt. They went after this guy because they claimed that he put had language put into a speech by Trump. Hunter Biden is taking money from governments while his father, foreign governments, while his father is vice president. And we know he has no skills. He has no information. He has no know-how. And it's getting paid millions and millions of dollars by adversarial for, for foreign governments. And it's because he has ties to the vice president of the United States. We know it. 
We know for a fact that Joe Biden influenced policies specifically within Ukraine. He said it on tape, but he fired the prosecutor who was in, investigating Burisma, who his son worked for because Burisma was a corrupt organization. He had that prosecutor fired and he withheld funding to U Ukraine until the guy was fired. You tell me it's not influence, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me that's not influence. Tell me it's not a violation of fair act that these poor souls were, were charged with and some convicted because they were the wrong political persuasion. The defense, however, maintained that there was no explicit agreement between Barrick and the UAE, which is required for a fair violation to occur. So anyway, this guy was acquitted, but first, of course, he had to be charged. Again, how many did you have? I think seven total charges from 1966 to 2015, and you have two within basically a year, and both acquitted or charges dropped. But nothing going on. Nothing to look at here. Not at all. Oh, I'll talk about that guy here. Winding this down, this is from a couple of Twitter posts from a guy named Jason Foster. And this was December 8th. These are both December 8th. They're very short, just so you know how short they are. But these are important. This is about David Weiss. Now, David Weiss, he is a special prosecutor that is investigating and prosecuting the Hunter Biden case, right? So what's the big claim about, pardon me, about Hunter Biden, or I'm sorry, about David Weiss? He's a Trump appointee. He was appointed by Trump. So there you go. So blame Trump or there can't be anything wrong with Hunter Biden beyond what we know. This indictment, that's enough. There can't be any bias here because it's a Trump appointee that's prosecuting him. So it must be on the up and up. If, if you're on that side of the aisle politically, should you be okay with that? Screw that. Look, ladies and gentlemen, do you think that Donald Trump is able to completely vet every single person that he appoints as a U.S. attorney or even the Supreme Court, speaking of Supreme Court, there are people that he appointed that I have found absolutely disappointing. Comey Barrett's one of them. I thought she'd be a rock star. She's at best been disappointing, and sometimes she's been absolutely maddening to me. Trump appointed her. I'm not a big fan, not so far. Maybe she'll turn around and get her head out of her rear end, but she's disappointed me with rulings over and over. So I don't put any, I don't put any weight in the fact that this guy prosecuting uh, Hunter Biden uh, because he's a Trump appointee, it's a so what? It's a crapshoot. I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I do, do know why they're dragging the feet on, on this, on the fair violations, because these are clear, concrete violations. And if Hunter Biden can't get prosecuted unfair, nobody could or, or should be, ever, ever. But I think the political influence here, because it, you just, you can't. The reason is because if you do a specific investigation into the fair violations, there has to be that element of influence. The only way to get that is to tie him right back, Hunter, right back to his dad. And that's what the pushback is right now. Make no mistake about it. 
That's what the pushback is right now. And I guarantee you that Merrick Garland has his slimy little hands right in this, like he does everything else political. And to think this man almost became a Supreme Court justice, thank God, thank God Republicans kept him out of that. It's bad enough what we have on that bench right now, but he would have been as bad or worse than anybody up there as far as I'm concerned. So David Weiss, the reason, look, he slid into that. Weiss, I was going to read this to you. Let me read this about Weiss. To be clear, Weiss did not just do a 180. Remember, this is the guy between the, behind the original plea bargain, the one that got tossed out. To be clear, Weiss did not just do a 180. He did two of them. His 360 round trip started with agreeing to bring the same indictment, the D.C. Burisman charges, two years ago. He reserved, he reversed that initial course in the face of resistance from Biden appointees to which he meekly submitted and which would have remained secret, but for the IRS whistleblowers. And those are some brave individuals. Those IRS whistleblowers, by the way, and many of them, a few of them, they admit it. They, I'm a Biden supporter. They voted for Biden and they blew the whistle on, on, on Hunter Biden and his financial transgressions. Then he wasted months on CYA, that's cover your ass efforts, including the aborted sweetheart plea, this, the one in June. Only when that fell apart did he 180 again back to his original position in support of the IRS career investigators recommend, recommended charges. For David Weiss, doing the right thing seems to be both his initial instinct and his last resort. It's all the stuff in the middle that's the problem. I think that what uh, Jason Foster says here is right in his, in his Twitter post, that maybe David Weiss originally thought, hey, we need to go after this guy, I'm going to go after this guy, blah, blah, blah. But political pressure has come in. I don't know what's been said, what's been done, what's been promised, whatever. I don't know. But for some re reason, he has done this, this 180, 360. And now I, I call it about a 358 because he hasn't gone as far as he should have with the fear of violations. So that's my take on Hunter Biden, not so much Joe Biden. We know about Joe Biden. I get great comments from you guys. It's a great audience. I, I love sharing this information with you. And I love hearing from you. I wanna thank you for being there and thank you for listening. And I hope you share this stuff with your friends, your family and understand this is not about what political affiliation one may have. That's not what it is. We all have our political affiliations. Most of us, I do, and I assume most of you do, but that's not the important thing. The important thing is that all of us are treated the same, regardless of political affiliation or ethnicity or sexual orientation, how you identify, what your religion is, where you were born. Absolutely. That's what the American founding was about. It is not to play politics with one's freedom, with one's liberties. And if you are in violation of the FARA Act, you should be prosecuted accordingly and consistently as others have been, not like these two poor souls, one where the, the case was thrown out, another one where it was overturned and they, didn't, they, they chose not to go back. They couldn't go back. They cannot go back aggressively on any FARA case right now. 
Mark my words. You won't see any fair cases for a while, ever again. Not for the time being. They cannot do it. They cannot do it because the questions about Hunter Biden's involvement in violating a fair act is too obvious. They have to let this go to sleep as best they can. Because if they do have to pursue it under with prosecution, special counsel, it leads to one person. And that person is the guy who's in the Oval Office but doesn't know it right now. With that said, God bless all of you. Just love being here and having a great time. Hey, check out the Leo Project, yourleoproject.org. Give whatever you can. We really want to build up that, that, that kitty there so we can get some money out to our law enforcement men and women, their families, the people out in the front lines for us. With that said, God bless you. We'll see you next time here on Your Leo Nation. Take care.